these shots in earlier with my boy Taewon, so shout out to Taewon, but nah, it's going to be a good night. And of course, we couldn't have a show without Greg, Mr. Hot Takes, Debate Your Mother, Giants are in the building, Sinsmere, how you doing tonight? I'm here, bro, we're in the building, Lakers, Lakers came through and got a big dub, Bron, Bron was amazing, I always jump into the sports right away, man, I'm good, man, I'm just, I'm happy to be here, bro. Happy to be here. Speaking of happy to be here, you know, we typically, we we joke around, we have a lot of fun on the show, we um, talk, you know, sports and pop culture, but this is Mental Health Awareness Month, and we would be remiss uh, if we did not talk about it at all, have a discussion, especially for us as black men and in the black community, how important mental health is and how vital it is. Complete sidebar, you know, when y'all hear this, if y'all hear anything in the background, that's the air conditioner. We was not doing the show like we was back in Selma in 1856. So y'all hear anything in the background, that's the AC. But back to what I was uh, saying, what do y'all do to maintain your mental health? Like one in five adults experience mental illness. You got everything from anxiety disorders to you know the panic attacks it's not just like some people think oh you're going crazy and if you have mental illness it's not you're not going crazy i just want you to know that you're not going crazy um it's okay it's more so how you learn to deal with it manage it and cope with it but what do y'all do to maintain your mental health first of all i just want to say that i'm happy that we're talking about this conversation because this is something a conversation that needs to be had and i think we can all agree on that the biggest thing for me that I do is I read the Bible. You know, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, don't be anxious about anything, but with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, right? Mm-hmm. And that's so real. When you're feeling anxiety and you're feeling overwhelmed and all that emotion, it's easy to be consumed by that. And we allow it to, con- us to, as black men, and just in general, as people, we allow that anxiety to consume us and uh, take over how we feel, right? But when you pray and you let that go, I mean, for me, this is just for me. I'm a, I'm a religious guy. Um, 
you know, I talk to God and I feel better after because I know he's never going to let me down. Right. So for me, it's listening to the Bible, it's reading the Bible, listening to gospel music. I listen to gospel music on my way to work just to start my day off right and, and ease my spirit and calm me down. Um, but I also think it's important to have someone in your life that you can talk to, right? That someone that can just listen to you. And for me, that person, is, I mean, I have a few people like that. I have a homeboy that keeps me in good spirits, right? He's got his stuff together. So I know I can talk to him about anything and, and he going to keep it real with me and just let me vent if I need to vent. I got my mom who says I'm a hypochondriac. So every time, you know, I'm feeling some type of way, you know, she'll be like, boy, stop, you're fine. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's really what it is. Is like, you just need to relax. You need to have someone that you can tap in with. Um, and just be real with yourself. Like if you feel some type of way, like take that time for yourself to get your mental right. Cause that's so important. Yeah. That's a major key. Like I was reading up on statistics on it, specifically in the black community, how a lot of us actually realized it was like 18 to 20% of people actually realized they have mental health that they need to be checked out, but we don't have either the resources or it's so taboo mm. in our community to get to get help to talk about it like i keep it a stack i'll let y'all know like i've actually gone to therapy and it did wonders it helped me tremendously greg could attest to this for sure from being younger i was an angry angry little boy i was angry and i would be very disrespectful and greg's been there a couple times it's, it's been multiple times if it wasn't for god i should have got beat up with how i was dealing with my anger especially in the court <laughs> greg could attest. I used to talk crazy, crazy to people. Crazy, bro. Talk spicy. Super spicy. Spicy, spicy undertaker. <laughs> so, yeah, like, spicy. I could definitely attest to what Chris is saying. Like, for me, it's God keeps me grounded. And then, you know, I have my wife. I have family members to talk to. I have people to turn to. Um, I wanted to have this discussion because, like, how, like, me and my wife do things. Miles noticed because he's at the wedding and whatnot. Once people we let them in our lives and our inner circle y'all family just like the mob y'all not getting out of this like it's family like miles know and if y'all didn't know my line always open it's been plenty of times me and miles had conversations late after the gym just talking and i think that's needed like even if you don't feel comfortable going to a therapist like like you said you talk to your mom that's that's like therapy it's therapy it's therapy right there you need to have somebody to talk to you can't hold it all in and try to figure it out and like he said for me that's what works god that shit like that god is what keeps me grounded keeps me my peace keeps me sane if it wasn't for god i wouldn't be sane but greg how do you maintain your mental health like i hear you all the time talk about how stressful your job can be you you're about to be married so that's that's more on your plate you have brothers that look up to you that's more on your plate you a son like all that's on your plate and we're not even talking about being a black man. Just that stuff on your plate. How do you keep your mental health? Uh, I, I, I've been thinking about this ever since you uh, sent us the topics for the show today. I've been thinking about how I, how I stay sane. Um, I've been, I'm more busy not now than I ever have been in my entire life with, between work, between this, between coaching, between right there. That's a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm always in the move now. I'm always busy. And, and I got some stuff in the works with the, the head coaching position for our high school team, too. Um, that we're finalizing everything here real soon. So I, it's it's a lot. But I think for me, it's just talking to people, being able to talk to people, whoever that may be, man. If I mean, um, I, I have people I've been fortunate enough to get close to over the last couple of years and months. And then also 
um, obviously my fiance and, and, you know, my, my brothers and, you know, just my dad, right. You know, things like that, just kind of bouncing things off different people, just being able to talk to people because you can't communicate. Um, it, it just, it just swells up. And I think a big part of mental, of mental health is being able to communicate with people because if you can't communicate. It just, it just, I'm the kind of person that I internalize things. So if I get upset about something, I'm not going to say anything. And I'm, I'm not really a confrontational dude. So when it gets to a point where it wells up and I explode, that's when it's unhealthy. Right. And I've been there before. So I, I try to have those conversations like today at work. I did that, you know, like I, I ain't like the way things were happening at work. Things were going down. I had a bunch of conversations with upper management about the way I've been feeling. Right. Like you, you got to be able to do that, because if you don't, um, you get to a point where it, it manifests itself in different ways and you find yourself on the outskirts. It's too late. You're past that point of being able to be saved, for lack of a better term, and you can't. There's no turning back. Um, so I try. I try to like. I try to handle everything that way. Just being able to communicate with people, talk to people, um, the best way I can, and also talk to God too. Like like he said, like Chris said, like I know tone that's big for you too, um, and everything. And, and I know it's big for a lot of people, but for me, it's just like I, I gotta stay in touch with God. I, I, I drive with a Bible on my side, the side door of my car, like. I don't play with this kind of stuff, man. So like that too, just being in touch with like who I am and just doing things also to remember, like doing things that bring me back to that sense of myself too, like getting out there and hooping and I can hoop, right? Like for me, that's therapy. Whether I shoot well or I shoot, don't shoot well, whether I just go out there and just talk some, talk some, you know, yeah, yeah like that, that's good. Like that, I need that, you know, music, whatever I need, whatever I'm feeling, I'm listening to music too. Like at the end of the day type, like on the way home, listening to other podcasts too. I listen to bunch of different podcasts i found a good one of the day too bro i'm gonna send it in the chat but like i, I listen to other i support other podcasts too just because I, I i need to hear someone else's voice i gotta yeah. i gotta unwind like i like to almost allow myself my mind to, to travel when i go on long drives and yeah. just think about my day just think and unwind and think about everything that's happened right like i, I had to collect myself so I, I i owe myself that right now right i came straight from work i had a crazy day i owe myself that on the way home because i'm just mindlessly drive. Just think about that. My mind going to places. So, yeah, it's a lot. It's a loaded question, but there's a lot of things I try to do to keep myself sane, man, for sure. Yeah, because like you just said, it can manifest into other things. One of the things that it can manifest when you hold yourself in a lot of times is depression. Mm-hmm. And we've seen depression can sometimes turn into suicide, and suicide is at an alarming rate for this generation, from 19 to 24. The numbers. You wouldn't believe the numbers. And then even from 25 to 30, the numbers are still high. And suicide from not being able to communicate and talk about. Yeah, man. You know, now, obviously, there's other reasons and other things that factor into that. But depression is another thing that, like, people, it's not the wisest to try to handle these things on your own. No. So whatever your solution may be, if it's playing basketball, like for me, too, I like, I I have all of them, Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu. My wife will tell you, I watch thousands of hours of movies and documentaries and this and that. This is where part of I get my creativity from. That's me also being able to unwind and playing. Of course, we all can attest to that. Chris, football, basketball, 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 playing sports. I know a lot of people watching can attest to that, that. Literally, some people say basketball, football, soccer, baseball saved your life. That was your therapy. That was like Kobe said. Once I was there, that was my sanctuary. It didn't matter what was going on. I was going to be, I'm good. 
everything gets put on pause when someone that court. My man came from the case in Colorado, came to a playoff game, dropped like 35, and then had to, of course, go back and handle business. But during that time. That was his piece. That was his piece. That was his piece. Miles, how do you handle and maintain mental health, especially you have a completely different aspect, a different viewpoint than all of us because you're a father. So you really have to make sure that you're on your mental health because you have a son looking up to you, paying attention to what you do. We heard Julius Randle talk about how his son was copying every single thing he was doing. Mm. How do you maintain your mental health and how do you also be an example to your son as a father? That's a, that's a tough question. Um, <laughs> for me, like it's been tough. I've had times where, like maybe six, seven years ago, when my grandfather died. I got a depression there for a little bit. Then last year came around, everything with COVID, losing family members, all that stuff just brings you back into that that mode where it's like. For me, sometimes I get so down that I don't talk to anybody. I don't talk to my friends. I don't talk to my family. And like the only thing that gives me peace is my son, which like he's the greatest blessing that I had in my life. And I don't know if he wasn't here, what would happen? Otherwise, because I know that I have to be strong. Sometimes I have to put on a, a, a facade or a face for him mm-hmm. where I'm not showing him exactly how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I got to be in dad mode all the time. But it's tough. It can be tough, especially if you don't reach out to friends or you don't talk to people. Like, other people notice when you're not yourself. That's the main thing. Like, my friends can notice. My sisters can notice. They'll, they'll always hit me up like, oh, are you okay? What's, what's going on? And I appreciate that from them because I don't know what it, what it would be like if I didn't have those people always checking on me and making sure like I'm okay because I have battled through this for, for years now. So uh, what was the other question? It's just like, on the aspect of you know being an example for your son, being that you're a father. To be an example, just getting him to just hammering in early to make sure that he does the right thing at all times. Like I'm always preaching like manners, like when you're out with people, don't be rude. Unless you have to, like, of course. But most of the time, <laughs> unless you have to check somebody. Yeah, unless you have to check somebody. But don't be rude because you weren't raised that way. Just like all of us here. It's, it's just, it's funny. When you become a father, you start to see it's almost like deja vu. Because it's like, where did I, I learn this from? It's like it's been ingrained in you by your parents. And you pass it down to your kids. And they'll hopefully pass it down to their kids. So it's. It's, it's just a constant it's just a constant thing that you have to to work at like I, nobody's perfect and I'm I'm not a perfect father but I try to be the best that I can and 
just showing him the right way is the best start that I can I can do and become what he needs from me. So as you said, that was key there. Um, you said it was ingrained in you, like naturally you see, all right, y'all have a child and I'm doing the same thing. That makes me think about the scripture that says, train up a child in the way they should go. So when they grow old, they won't go, to, they won't depart from it. So if you're doing it right, the right way, like you feel me, like that's such a key of, as you said, starting off early, training him like, all right, this is what's right. This is what you don't do. This is how you act in public, manners, things of that nature. It's so important um in doing that and of course like i said though we're you know we're, we're, we have goals we have things in mind for the podcast and where we want to go but the more important thing that for me like i had this idea two three years ago of trying to do a sports pop culture podcast with people that we're more than just, all right, we came and talked about the show, and then that's it. I'm trying to build, and I feel little by little we're getting to that point where it's family. I don't do business with just, I right, just do business with somebody just to get it done. Right. Which is why, Miles for the test, we've been through a couple of different co-hosts. Because it's like, <laughs> all right, it got to be, no disrespect, the last person we had on knew what he was talking about. But the other aspects wasn't there. And I'll say this and we could, you know, transition to the rest of the show. I just want y'all to know if y'all ever need to talk, if y'all ever need to communicate your things out, whatever it may be, my line is always open. I always keep y'all in prayer on my prayer list. So I don't want it to ever be like, all right, we can only talk in the group chat. Even if it's in the group chat, even if it's not me specifically, I just want to reach out like, yo, I need prayer, I need something. I don't want it to ever be like, all right, we're only talking about, oh, yo, you saw LeBron? Because at the end of the day, that really don't matter. Like at the end of the day, the big picture, that really don't matter. I, what matters is how y'all doing mentally, how y'all doing emotionally, and how y'all doing spiritually. Those are the main things that matter in this grand scheme of things of this thing we call life and if none of that is working this ain't gonna work anyhow if y'all not good mentally emotionally spiritually this ain't working anyhow y'all not gonna be here y'all not gonna be able to really engage in conversation and give good takes because at some point as you said we going to see you off nothing wrong bro i'll stop the whole show we ain't gotta we ain't gotta do the show you good especially where everybody's at in their life. Father, two people about to get married. I'm married. These are big life things that can weigh on you heavy. Yeah, man. And that's more important than any sports, any game, anything that we talk about on this show. That's what's most important. But we could transition now. Hopefully, you know, if anybody is watching this, y'all need anything, turn to somebody. Get the help that's needed. You're not a coward, you're not a wuss, you're not anything like that. If you need help, if you communicate, real men actually talk. Real men, they cry. I don't care. I'll be the first one to tell you, I cry with no problem. And it wasn't just at my wedding. And Miles was there, I was bald. But my wife walking down the aisle, woo! Boy, it was crying. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. It was, I, I, I might, 
I might post on the Benjamin page and let y'all see. It was an ugly cry. My for test. Snotty nose. Oh, nah. <laughs> yeah, <it's> tripping. <laughs> you gotta be crying too, crying out. Yeah, you gotta be crying too. I might shed a 